Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome to the weekend. Weekend wagers. It's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some great cash, homie. We, we, we try. We try to keep it flying straight, Sean. We do here on Weekend Wagers. We do. Uh, weekend Wagers. I'm George Kurtz. Joe Galina filling in for Cam Stewart. Once again, we thank Joe Galina who filled in for Cam and I yesterday, along with Jim Day, the fantasy Taz, doing a great job. My pleasure. Uh, and thank you. So we truly do thank you. We all know how much a pain it can be to get somebody filling on a Saturday, do six hours of shows. Uh, so we certainly thank you. And Joe will be fill, filling in for me next Saturday as well. It is my daughter's birthday, so I will be away. So Joe will be filling in. Happy with, but Cam will be back next dance. Saturday. Right? Joe's mm-hmm. always complaining. Never gets to work with Cam. Well, there you go. I'm doing <laughs> you a favor. Get, let you work with Cam. Uh, so and he'll Joe, proceed uh, to Galina. call Joe the fish market once again. Oh, there what's the go. over-under sure. on that? I'm sure we'll bring a fish. Three and a half times? <laughs> I have no, no doubt about that. We still we we talk about Joe when he's not even here, in the fish market. Uh, that's an old joke from uh, what fantasy live fantasy football live on Sundays, where yes, you buy fish yes. at the fish market. Who would have known? Oh yeah. really? <laughs> Didn't know. Didn't know. I was always going to McDonald's. I think even Gabe um, calls me Joe Fish now. <laughs> it's amazing how that gets around, right? Once you start talking, oh, you're Joe Fish, get Joe. <laughs> and I, I believe next uh, Sunday we're back to normal. Cam and I will both be back on week uh, weekend wages on the 18th. Uh, I believe. I'm not 100 percent sure there because I can't remember my schedule. But I know I'll be here, and I'm almost certain Cam, Cam is as well. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing the show, so we look forward to it. Cam will be back. Tuesday on Game Time Decisions, 5 to 7, with Gabe Morenci. Uh, I'll be covering for Cam tomorrow on Game Time Decisions from 5 to 7 uh, with Gabe Morenci. Shocking. Uh, Friday was fun, by the way, Joe, because uh, Gabe, Cam was out, so uh, I was co- I get told to cover for Cam right on Game Time Decisions uh, because, once again, Cam was out. Uh, yeah, I'll cover for Cam. No, not a problem. Then all of a sudden, uh, Mike goes, oh, oh, Gabe's out too. Now you got to host the show. I'm like, well, who am I working with? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I have no idea he what said, I'm with. He said, I don't know. <laughs> no, well, I, I said, I'll, I'll get you. back to yeah, you. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, I'll get back to you. Something like that. I'm like, oh, this is going to work out. Well, it ended up being Mike Blewett, which worked out perfectly, as I yeah, said yeah. today. When you when you know somebody, it's, it makes it much easier. And Mike yeah. stepped up. And Mike actually hosted. And then in-game live mm-hmm. later that night, once again, Cam was supposed to host, so we had to switch things around there. And that went well, too. Friday night was a good night for me. Gio Rochelle with a great play here at third base, just robbing a Blue Jay batter of a double. I don't know who which batter it was. Yankees and Blue Jays scoreless now after four. You had the under in this. You're looking pretty solid here. And Thornton and Tanaka, I would not have thought the under would have come in here. But uh, scoreless through four here. Looks like the Yankees can't wait to get back to New York in this game. They're just uh, trying to hit out of here. And if you follow me on Twitter, you saw me bitching about a uh, horrific, I mean, just a terrible strike three call to judge. The ball was six inches low. I mean, at least six. It may have been lower. It went, it went halfway to his shin, and they're calling that a strike. These umpires are terrible. Uh, robot umps cannot come soon enough for me. I, I, I hate the home plate umpire. I hate them. They're just awful. You know, maybe he wants to get out of here on a Sunday, too. But they are just awful. You know, it comes off that Friday night game where Gardner gets thrown out uh, when he didn't say a word. But I saw you. I saw you say something. Really? Because the video says you're lying. Mm-mm. You know, and right. it was Cameron Suppose Maben. it was Maben that said something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently it was because Maben was the one who had, the, once again, another horrible strike three call. It was another ball that was four to six inches mm-hmm. low. They called out Gardner. You could see him. He didn't, he didn't move his lips. And the umpire says, I saw you. I hate to tell you this, uh... You know, Mabin's African-American. Gardner's white. You should be able to tell them apart. Okay, Mr. Umpire? And if you can't, maybe you shouldn't be umpiring. All right, maybe. There you go. So that was annoying. And in that same in that same game, uh, I think it was Mabin again. What a bad luck night. Uh, he was uh, he had an infield single, 
But the first base umpire said, nope, nope, you hit, you, the ball hit your bat twice. You know, so he set them back, foul ball. Well, replay clearly showed it was never even close to hitting his bat twice. What the hell are you, are you watching, ump? Unless you're 100% sure, you cannot make that call. You know, for that, I mean, they mm-hmm. make these Absolutely horrible mistakes. Absolutely right, I mean, yeah. The umpires suck. I mean, really, they're just terrible. This is all sports, by the way. You know, uh, the hockey referees suck. Uh, we all know the NFL officials are a complete joke. Uh, so and it, it just seems to be is, getting but... worse across all yes. sports, like you mentioned. You know, It's not getting better. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not getting better. All right. Let's go over some good news here. What we hope is good news for people here. All right, Los Angeles Angels lead the Boston Red Sox. That's probably good news for you and I, right? We're not Red Sox fans. Although I could use some hits out of no, the endeavors today. But the Angels lead the Red Sox 3 nothing. bottom of the second there, Joseph. 3 uh, nothing. Uh, Otani has, uh, uh, has two runs batted in here, uh, two hits on the game here. There you go. And the Red Sox, like I said, they are they're threatening here. Red Sox have bases loaded in those two outs, so maybe we'll get some runs here. Jack Bradley currently at the plate, but Red Sox down 3-0-2 your Boston, uh, to the Los Angeles Angels here. Houston leads Baltimore 3-2. So once again, you're still sweating it. You know, you put that uh, four and a half to one on Houston here. We're still sweating it a little bit here. 3-2, Houston leads Baltimore in the bottom of the third. Mentioned the big blow here. Carlos Correa, three-run bomb to left center here. Anybody want to bet the over-under on how many uh, home runs got hit in this game uh, for Houston? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Three? Three and a half? That's a, I think that's a fair number, right? Uh, that's, Mancini, that's right by the, the ballpark. way. Yeah. I, think, I think it's fair. I do. Mancini has two mm-hmm. hits in the game, and then RBI for your Baltimore Orioles. Uh, I Poor hate to on the team over and over again, but they suck. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and Villar has been hot of late, right? Got the cycle against the Yankees. Uh, Joe, let me, yeah, are, yeah, are you yeah. impressed by a cycle? I think it's it's uh, it's it's an accomplishment. Uh, yeah, I kind of am. Uh, you know, I mean, think about how hard it is to do. But it's unusual. That's all it is. It's unusual. It's not really. It's not a no hitter. Even though they've been, I think they've been uh, what more no hitters than cycles. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's just an unusual thing. It's like hitting three triples in a game. Yeah, it's unusual. But I don't think it's right. any great thing. I, I really don't. I don't know why. We, I I don't understand why well, we make about, a deal out of it. Yeah. Well, what about no hitters? If you talk no hitters, I've noticed that it's happened. Seems to happen a little bit more over the past couple of years. I guess with all these, uh, yeah, analytics and sabermetrics and all this stuff and the pitch counting, where someone's throwing a, a no hitter and they take him out of the game. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, you and I are more old school. I, I think some of it's silly. I listen. If you had 110 pitches in the sixth inning, all right, you're not going to pitch another. You're not going to 150. Which might well, 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 mm-hmm. what it might take you, but if you're taking out this guy at 110 pitches and seven plus, I mean, let the kid go, let him he go. He may never do immort- it again, right? <laughs> right, it's immortality. May never come to cl- close, right, right. Immortality. Let let the kid go. I understand though. You, if it's a uh, a prospect, especially a top prospect, and you let him go, and he does something, you know, and the arm gets hurt, yeah, you're fired. I get mm-hmm. that too, you know, but <laughs> I, I don't know if I can pull a trigger, Joe. I think I'd let him let him go. I just if it's a, yeah. he has a realistic chance to do it for less than 130 pitches, I think I'm letting him go. Listen, if I ask him, oh, I'm tired, man. All right, fine. He's telling me, but if he wants to go, you know, the fans want him to go. So I, I don't think I could take him out there. I, I just don't think I can, and I, I don't think I'm a bad guy for saying I'd let him stay in. I just I don't know. I just don't see it. Anyway, all right, uh, Royals uh, lead the Detroit Tigers four two. We were all both in on the Royals today. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned Merrifield during the uh, DFS. He has hit his 14th home run. Dozier has there also hit the home run his 21st. And we, uh, mm-hmm. listen, Jorge Soler his 34th home run. I mean, Amazing. this guy is. How about this guy? He yeah. is going to hit 50 or come damn close to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nico Goodrum, uh, his 11th home run for the Detroit Tigers for the two runs there. 4 2, Kansas City leads Detroit, bottom of the fourth. The Yankees have just scored. Uh, Brett Gardner has doubled in Gio Rochelle. Yankees lead the Blue Jays 1 0 now on the top of the fifth. Uh, and the Boston has also just scored. Uh, so they are 3 1, down by two to the Angels at the end of two. That inning is over, however. The New York Mets have tied it up in uh, Washington. Shocking, that's all the Mets do, right? All right, we'll, get, we'll spot Washington a couple of runs and we'll just come back. I mean, each, each game yeah. has the same storyline here. So uh, I mentioned all runs for the Washington Nationals are unearned thanks to an error. Who did they give the error to? They gave it to Alonzo. But I think that error, mm, it's both. It really was a bad, bad play on both. They only gave the, and they only gave one error. They could have given an error to DeGrom on the throw to home plate, too, which would easily would have had the runner out there. For the Mets, uh, McNeil doubled in two runs here with the bases loaded. And uh, DeGrom uh, had an infield single that kept that inning alive. That was an important infield single. It was at first and second. 
He made it bases loaded, and McNeil took care of it with a double down the line to tie the game there. 3-3, top of the third in this game. One out, runner on first for the Washington Nationals. Atlanta and Miami. Ooh, bad news for me as I have cash in this game. Miami leads Atlanta 3-1 in the top of the fourth. Uh, not not happy at all to stay this. Uh, Stalling cash with two hits and an RBI here. Ramirez. Two RBIs for the Miami Marlins. For the Braves, the run came in on a Freddie Freeman RBI single. Fulton Evich only going three innings so far. Does have four strikeouts, but three earned runs. Not good for the Atlanta Braves. One thing we do like, we mentioned Cincinnati uh, against the Cubs. That was uh, Castillo versus Lester. Cincinnati leads 2-0 here. Joseph, top of the fourth here. Uh, Mm. Lester, not not, this is not a poor, I wouldn't call this a poor start yet, but two runs in three innings isn't Mm -hmm. great. Uh, Votto uh, doubled in a run here. And then Aquino, you mentioned Aquino that you had, you want to put him in your lineup. Uh, Run scoring single. So we'll we'll take there that as go. a pretty good start here. Yeah, uh, Louis Castillo, by the way, six strikeouts through three and two thirds innings. He's hot as always, and that's your scoring update for the uh, top of the hour here. Uh, Yankees, Aaron, it's not Aaron Judge, but someone's a deep fly ball to right. Not going to get out though. But the runner will take up and get the third, but less than two outs. We'll see how that works out for the Yankees. Uh, Joe, let's get to our next game here. Our next game on our betting board here on this lovely Sunday, August eleventh. And it is a lovely Sunday. Uh, we have the Colorado yes, Rockies is. and the San Diego Padres. It's a nice day in the Northeast. About 80 degrees, mm-hmm. little uh, little breeze. You wouldn't die at the ballpark today, which is always That nice humidity day. is gone, thank God. Yes. That's the key, really. Yeah, you're right. The humidity is gone. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Rockies and Padres. Uh, Jeremy Marquez first. Denelson Lament uh, for the Colorado Rockies. Ryan Tapia, left field batting first. Trevor Story, shortstop batting second. Charlie Blackman, right field batting third. Yonder Alonso for first base batting fourth. Ryan McMahon, third base batting fifth. No Nolan Orenado today. He gets the day off. Jonathan Daza, center field batting sixth. Tony Walters catches a bat seventh. Garrett Hampson, second base batting eighth. Jeremy Marquez pitches and bats ninth. For the Padres, Fernando Tatis, he's... He might be the next God player, by the way. Sure, stop batting yes. first. Josh Naylor, left field batting second. Manny Machado, third base batting third. Eric Cosma, first base batting fourth. Hunter Renfro, right field batting fifth. Francisco Mejia catches him at sixth. Greg Garcia, second base batting seventh. Manuel Marjot, center field batting eighth. And Denelson, Denelson Lamette pitches and bats ninth. Yeah, I think Tatis is a... He was traded from the White Sox in the James Shields deal. I mean... Wow. Wow. Oh. Talk about highway robbery. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, God. By the way, another little pet peeve of mine. Runner on third, less than two outs, and you don't get the runner in. Uh, Mike Ford for the uh, Yankees just popped it up. Fundamentals. Fundamentals. Just hit a freaking ground ball on the run scores. I mean, a fly ball. The run has to get in there. It's a joke. Uh, that uh, you can't score on that. Anyway, all right, back to our Rockies and Padres. Well, let's look at our lines here, Joseph. And we have the Rockies uh, minus 105, Padres are minus 115, Rockies on the run line minus 185, and the Padres are pl- uh, plus 165. The over-under is 8, which seems awfully low to me. What says you? Doesn't I mean, when you look at uh, Herman Marquez, uh, 6.45 ERA, uh, at home, when he's away, 3.53. Uh, Lamette coming off of a, a good start where he uh, pitched a, a no-hitter into the seventh inning. 12 strikeouts. So, tell you the truth, I like the under in this game. Uh, you know, other than that, you know, the, the, I don't know who wins this game, but the thing that sticks out to me, and, and this is what makes it great because you don't like, you think that it's too low. I think it's right on target. I think I would take the under in this game. But whenever I see an over/under <clears throat> of eight, I tend to want to want to go the over, anything eight or lower. You know, that's where, that's where I lean. That doesn't mean I'm going to do it, but that's where I tend to lean. Doesn't mean I will. But I'm gonna take a long right. look at this. I did bet the uh, over in this series. I think it was Friday night because once again, I think it might have been eight and a half. It was a little higher, and I didn't get it. I was one run short. Mm-hmm. I think it ended up being seven one. So if that was the game last night. That was last night. I forget which night it was. But I did have the over, then I lost by uh, a run. So uh, that is in the back of my mind here that maybe I should stay away from no this. No, Renato. But, uh, that's true. And that lineup for the Rockies doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't look pretty. It doesn't. And the Rockies mm-hmm. maybe where you need the runs come from because they've got Marquez going here. So uh, you probably just mm-hmm. convinced me not to bet it by pointing that out, by the way. Because <laughs> now, now I'm getting a little, a little afraid here. 
and I'll stay away. I don't feel comfortable about the game itself to bet on the uh, Rockies or mm-hmm. Padres. So I think this is a game where uh, I'm going to walk away. <laughs> there you go. Keep? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to walk away. Yeah. I'm gonna keep on moving. Keep on trucking right out of here. All right, our next game. Uh, Rays and Mariners. Ryan Yarborough versus Sam. Oh, I love this name. Tui Vailala. How about that? Tui Vailala? Sam T. Sam T. Sam T. It's the Mariners. Who the hell cares? Uh, for the Rays, Travis Darnot, first base, batting first. Tommy Pham, back in the lineup, uh, uh, hand injury, I believe. Left field, batting second. Eric Sogard, second base, batting third. Avisol Garcia, right field, batting fourth. Jesus Aguilar, DH, batting fifth. Michael Brousseau, third base, batting sixth. Guillermo Heredia, center field, batting seventh. Mike Zanino, catches the bats eighth. Willie Adamas, shortstop, batting ninth. For Seattle Mariners, Malik Smith, center field, batting first. J.P. Crawford, shortstop, batting second. Domingo Santana, DH, batting third. Kyle Seeger, third base, batting fourth. Austin Nola, first base, batting fifth. Tom Murphy catches and bats sixth. D. Gordon, second base, batting seventh. Tim Lopes, left field, batting eighth. Dylan Moore, right field, batting ninth. Rays, Sam T, Mariners. Terrible. Have they won a game since April? What are we feeling here? <laughs> Sam T, uh, an opener, right? Uh, Ryan Yarbrough for the Rays is uh, pitched well, 2.36 ERA, and uh, just under 27 innings, uh, keeping batters in check. I, I like the, the Rays to win this game. Uh, did you mention, like, what's the over-under in this game? I do not know why, but this game is off my board. Interesting. Uh, I'll have to look into that. It's off my board. Mm. Um, that usually means something has happened. You know, sometimes it could mm-hmm. just be, uh, obviously it could be a website problem. Yeah, but I just, I'm refreshing my screen now and it's back. It's back. I just need to refresh my okay. screen. Okay, it's back. back. Uh, all right. It's, it's, it happens. And believe it not, more often than it should be. <laughs> all right. Uh, Rays, uh, minus 180, minus 120 to the uh, run line. Marin is plus 150, plus 100 to uh, the run line. Over under is nine. Mm. I keep on saying that I like the under, but I, I like the Rays to win this game, uh, and uh, I really don't see the uh, the, the, the <laughs> uh, Mariners putting up many runs in here. I think most of the runs will come from the Rays side. I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's minus 180. It's uh, poly parlay to me. I will find a parlay partner here, and I'll bet the uh, Rays as well here. We're coming up on the break. Uh, so uh, we're, we're going to discuss the last uh, couple of games of the slate here uh, after the break here. We'll t- talk about a little bit about football. We, we've kind of ignored football uh, during the show because there's no games today. Uh, we have Arizona and Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, the 4 o'clock game, and then Philadelphia-San Fran tonight, and we'll get to that. Uh, week one of preseason's down with tubes. Cowboys lost. Giants won. Yay. Who cares? Ezekiel Elliott, please sign. Don't give me a heart attack. Uh, I am George Kurtz. He's Joe. Is Zanin he still in Mexico? Fantasy Jesus. Cabo, baby. Wish I was there. Be back after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Sean, George Kurtz, Jolina, we are here with you to the top of the hour on Weekend Weekers, uh, getting you through the baseball slate today. We have a couple more games left. We have the uh, late 4 o'clock game and the night game tonight. Kind of wish the night game was a little better game tonight than Philadelphia. And your San Fran Giants, only because Philadelphia's just not playing very well. Would have liked to have seen uh, yeah. the Boston Met game, something like that. Sunday night's always tough, man, because there's uh, it's not much going on in the sports world now until football actually uh, starts. You know, uh, so, I don't know. I just wish there was a better game uh, to keep my attention. I just wish we had uh, a better uh, analyst than uh, A-Rod at these games, <laughs> the ESPN games, you know? You see, I have no clue if A-Rod's good or bad because I don't listen. Because you know, yeah, you're smart. You know. I stopped listening a long time ago to announcers. I uh, I think it was right after John Gruden when he started, took over the ESPN. I'm like, this is terrible. Everybody's great. When I See, when I want to announce, I don't want someone who's entertaining. I want someone who's telling me things I don't know. 
You know, it was mm-hmm. being, it was being informative, you know, or something, something, you know. So that's why I didn't know how good or bad Tony Romo was at first either, mainly because we do the uh, fantasy football live on Sundays. You know, you and I were yes, doing it. So, yes. when, you know, I can't, obviously I can't listen to the games if I'm doing a radio show. So I had no idea. And then I was like, listen, I'm like, oh, well, he is really, he is predicting the play. You know, that was, uh, that was something different. So he's informative there. I like that. You know, A-Rod is the blowhard. I mean, I, I take nothing from him. I think he's a very smart guy who knows baseball inside and out, but I, I have no respect for the man, yeah, not after what he did. He, so I, I don't want to hear Supposedly him. loves the game. Yeah, but, you know, after playing nine innings, he would go and, and watch baseball you know, in his apartment or hotel. So he's a real student of the game, loves the game. Uh, I just I can't stomach him after that whole uh, that whole steroid thing. Look, you know, I don't right. look. You took steroids, fine, but you, just you know, own up to it. You know, I mean, uh, in interviews, just looking straight at the camera, and say no, I didn't, and then just a short time later, having to admit to it. It's just and blaming everybody. Man, it was everyone's fault but his. It was Cashman's fault. It was Yankees doctor's right. fault. It was everybody's fault but his. You know, I, I just right. a complete joke. I think I think the man's an ass. I just think he's an ass, and I, I can't just can't stand him. Really can't. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing. Whoever his PR guy or girl is, is not making enough money. Is not getting paid enough. The way they've <laughs> rehabilitated his image, my God. Yeah, absolutely I mean, right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. Uh, I can't believe what they've done there. Uh, you know, you bring up a point, though. Well, you, you hit on something I want to uh, ask you. Uh, Hall of Fame. Now, I, I'm... I'm one of those people. Listen, I like it's fun to argue about. I don't care about it, though. I don't care who gets in. I don't because I think it, I think it's the whole very good anyway. I think, it's, I think that's that's gone down the hill. I don't care about the Cy Young Awards or the MVP. Once again, they're, they're fun talking topics, and I'll certainly talk about them forever. But I don't it doesn't affect me one way or the other because I think they're kind of a joke as well. But what I want to ask you is, and I don't think you and I have ever talked about this. How do you feel about the steroid players getting in the Hall of Fame? Would you vote for them? Would you not? If you had a vote, Joe Galena has a vote. Are you voting for Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, guys who we you know, we know use roids? You know, Mark McGuire, if you want to put him here. But let's let's keep with Bonds. Rafael and Palmero. The, fact that the, the guys were great <laughs> that we know should yeah. be in without a doubt. But would, would you, you keep mm-hmm. them out? You know, it, this all happened under the noses of uh, the major leagues. Look, you know uh, the. Bud Selleck. Baseball knew that this was happening. Yeah. Uh, look, it saved baseball after what year was it? Uh, 94, where they didn't play a World 94, Series. 94, yeah. The Expos, and, yeah, Expos and the Yankees were two very, very good teams. And, and and they needed something. They needed to do something to get the fans to come back. So the fact that, I mean, I, I don't like that it happened, but it is part of baseball history. And uh, you know what? Since it happened under uh, uh, baseball's knows and like you mentioned Bud Selig obviously knew about it I, I think I might let them in <laughs> you know um, I don't know how you feel about it but uh, you know look you guys let this happen uh, you, you might have to wait until like the, uh, the those older uh, sports writers uh, you know until the new next generation of uh, writers get the vote so uh, I think that you have to put them in all right, my next question is going to be, has your opinion changed over the years? Yes, it has. Yeah, I was vehemently against it, you know, early on. But look, you know, like I said, the whole idea that uh, that, that baseball knew what was happening uh, kind of you know, changed my opinion a little bit. Uh, you, you and I think along the same lines here. You would ask me five, ten years ago, I'd be like, no, they shouldn't get in. That's, you know, they cheated the game, blah, 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 blah. Then I realized, you know what, by my estimate, estimation, I would think three-quarters of the players were doing some kind of illegal steroids. Absolutely. During that mm-hmm. era. They were all doing it, right? I, and, I really do. And I'll ask you another question. Do you think that there's not uh, a steroid user already in the hall? <laughs> you actually brought up my, uh, yeah, you brought up my next point. You know, anybody who thinks they have an order. I didn't know you were going to. That's that's good. That's good. That's good. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, anyone who thinks they're not steroid people already in the Hall of Fame, are you kidding me? Yvonne Rodriguez got in, folks. He was doing it. I remember he was the guy Mm -hmm. who, uh, if they lost all the weight in the offseason because they were going to test, oh, I stopped eating junk food. (laughs) Really? Really? That means you lose like 90 pounds? Really? Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll buy that. (laughs) 
You know, a complete joke. So, yeah, if you think there's no steroid users in the Hall of Fame, and all these old uh, guys, by the way, you know, the guys who played in the 40s and 50s are all, you know, oh, yeah, they should, the guys should never get in. You cheat the game. I'm sorry. Uh, what are you guys using greenies? And why were you using greenies? Use greenies to get you with that extra pump up. So, you know, especially when you're on, the, on those road trips to keep you awake on the game and stuff like that. Uh, that's performance enhancing, by the way, in my book. So don't give me this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, uh, no, no, we, what we did is okay, but what they're doing is bad. No, what they're doing is just more of really technology advanced of what you were doing. So don't give me this crap. Everybody knows in the clubhouses back then you pretty much had two coffee pots. It was called, one was called unleaded and one was called leaded. All right? And they didn't, it wasn't for ca- caffeine and no caffeine. It was for greenies and no greenies. All right? So don't, don't give me this bull crap that, uh, you know, oh, yeah, we did it clean. Yeah, you did it clean, clean my ass. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to hear that. I, I, really, I really don't. So I'm of the same way as you. You know, at this age, they, they were mm-hmm. all doing it. Well, most of them were doing it. You know, uh, it's, it's entertainment. Baseball, football, hockey, basketball, it's just entertainment. You know, why don't we get on actors and actresses for what they do? They're all getting plastic surgery. They're all pumping themselves up with everything to get ready for a part. <laughs> How do you think all these actors are all you know, mm. cut up and all that? And then all of a sudden, three months later, they look like crap. And that's because, right, once right. again, they're doing, they're doing all sorts of illegal things there to get ready for the part. It's entertainment. Why should I care? I, I can't because, because the numbers are sacred. The game has changed so much. No numbers are sacred. All right, the ballparks are different. We have more teams. Everything's changed about the game. Now we know the ball is a joke. You know, it's, a, it's, it's a golf ball going up there now. You know, they're taking out nine irons and hitting it in the four hundred feet at will. So it's it's just a joke to me. Once again, another little pet peeve that makes me angry. Makes me a little angry. Since we're but talking right. Hall of Fame, Pete Rose, where do you stand? Ah, he's different. Because he's not, he cheated on the, he did cheat the game. He put players' uh, careers, in my mind, in jeopardy. Because if you're betting, and he, mm-hmm. I, just, I only bet on the Reds. I only bet on my own team. I might completely uh, believe that. I don't. But I might, even if I did completely believe it, well, doesn't that mean you might use a player who shouldn't be used? Yeah, we all see relievers. You don't want to use them three, four might, days in a row. Might keep a pitcher in a little longer than you might, uh, you know. Exactly. Have, if you didn't have a bet on him. <laughs> exactly. But at the you same time, but at the same time, but at the same time, you have his memorabilia in the hall, don't you? You know, uh, I didn't say it's two. It's not two faced. You know, I didn't say it makes a lot of sense here. It doesn't. But uh, like I said, that would be my issue there is, once again, you, you can't have it both ways. But, uh, but Rose, I think uh, I have no problem with keeping him out. But also, and I've said this before. Do you before, think he bet on his team to lose? <sighs> I can't picture him doing that. I mean, I, I, I if, you, if you listen to the way, yeah, I hope not to. But just if you hear the, his interviews and, I mean, his love for the game really comes out. Uh, and uh, it, the last time I heard him being interviewed was uh, with Mike, uh, not Mike and the Mad Dog, but the Mad Dog. And uh, really, I mean, the guy, it, you know, he, he's a huge, huge baseball fan. And I can't picture him betting on his team to lose. And I really hope, I really hope that he didn't. But I don't think he did. I, I, I hope not also. Uh, it would be a shame. He, this man, loved to play the game. Uh, he played it hard. He played it very yeah. hard. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he made. In my mind, you know, if Rose when he gambled, uh, Joe, he just would have come out and said, uh, "I'm sorry." You know, it was a mistake. I gambled. I got caught up. I got addicted. Da, da, da. You know what? A couple of years, you ban- you you ban him for a couple of years, and then you you forgive him. You forgive mm-hmm. him. You know, because we're, we're that kind of society. Just like all these steroid guys, yes. if they would have come out and said, "Oh yeah, hey, you know what." I'm sorry, I, you know, I was trying to get an edge here. It's a tough game. I needed to, Okay, I can understand that because I'll be honest with you. If I'm a, I don't know if, if I'm a superstar. Barry Bonds made, never made any sense to me. You're a great player anyway. But if I'm the guy on the lower end of the roster and you're telling me sticking a needle in my butt is going to get me on the major league team and I'm going to make that kind of money and all that, guess where the needle's going, bro? It's going in my butt. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and I hate needles, and I hate drugs, but uh, I don't think I'd be able to resist. I'd have a key on my team to make that money, you know, take care of my family and all that. I don't think there's any doubt I would have done it. And I, like I said, I hate needles and stuff like that. But, but like I said, so the health of sorry the goes, goes a long me a little way. Because you do see down you're, the you're road, right. you know, like Lyle Alzado, yes. he had that brain cancer, and uh, other people have uh, liver issues. and That would scare me a little bit. But I understand the monetary, uh, the gratification from, from actually, you know, you know, making a, a major league roster and the difference between making the league minimum and, you know, $10, 15000000 million a year, you know. Uh, but the, the health implications would scare me a little bit. 
That's a valid point. Uh, extremely valid point. Mm-hmm. There would be our health implications there. So uh, that's it's, it's good. Uh, it's a good topic point to talk about. And you and mm-hmm. I pretty much. Uh, ooh, Gary Sanchez just took a just got hit by a pitch, and oh boy. he's not happy. Uh, he looks like he's okay. He doesn't look like it's anything uh, big here. With the Yankees, we know he's probably out for three months now. Uh, that's where the Yankees have been going yeah. the whole season long. But he does look okay. He looks like he got I know we want to get to games. The elbow. But since you. Since you bring him up, I'm going to ask you a quick question. And I know this is your show, you're the host, but I have to ask you. <laughs> Looking at the way Romine's playing and, and the other guy, what's his name? He should go. What's his name? <laughs> Help me out here. Higashioka. Higashioka. Uh, uh, and the fact that you think that Gary Sanchez, uh, not you, but I think that eventually he's going to be a, a, a DH. Do you think in the offseason, based on the fact that he's had a very good offensive season, that if there isn't available to get like a top-notch starter, I know that we're going to hopefully sign Gary Cole. Would you trade him? Uh, almost definitely. I like Gary Sanchez. Okay, I think he gives so we're in the same. Way we're in the same. On. Okay. Good. I'm, I, you and I agree too much. I don't know what the heck, man. We agree on the Hall well, of Fame. We agree on Gary Sanchez. <laughs> I guess we're just smart. Yeah. I, I'm not going to fight with people just to, for the sake of fighting. I know it's something I don't like to do. They'll just mm-hmm. disagree for the sake of disagreeing. No, if I agree with you, I agree. Uh, and that's, that's, that's not mm-hmm. a knock on Gary Sanchez for me. Uh, in my mind, the Yankees need pitching. They have, Romine and Higashioka, you could survive with that. They're not going to do what they did mm-hmm. this week, by the way. I think they combined batted 338 while uh, Sanchez was out, and they hit like, I don't know, eight home runs, I think. That's not going to happen yeah, over a long yep. season. These, these guys are really average catchers. But that being said, right. the Yankees need pitching. And I'll say this again. Yeah. I would be shocked, Joe, shocked if Garrett Cole is not a Yankee next year. I mean, I right, would be right. almost floored, drop dead on the floor. I think, I think he's no doubt in my mind he's a Yankee next year. You know, I think the Yankees wanted him when he got traded from uh, Pittsburgh to Houston. Now he's a free agent. Houston really can't go after him because they, they trade for Granke, and Granke's making $74 million with them. So I think uh, Cole is almost certainly a Yankee next season. And this look, this season we still have a job to do. I say we because we're all Yankees, right? <laughs> I like to tick you off when I say that. We. I, I put myself on the That's Yankees. not me. A friend of mine used to bust my to chops. Win. A friend of yeah. mine used to bust my chops all the time when I would say we. You know, he goes, oh, what, you mm-hmm. play for them? When does this happen? You know, oh, you're working for right. them? And when did you get that job? I'm like, oh, shut the hell up. But he got me out of the habit. It took a while, but now I, I don't right, say right. it anymore. Right. So now but, I bust your chops when at, you do look it. At, like, Go ahead. That's all right. Uh, I'm a big boy. I can take it. But think about next season, your starting staff. If Luis Severino uh, you know, comes back 100% uh, to the pitcher that he was, you have Severino. Domingo Herman for a full season, right? James Paxton, we know that he's always a risk to go on the uh, IL, but top-notch starter. Uh, you know, if you sign Cole, uh, that, that's, look at the, the, these four pitches I'm, I'm mentioning. And then uh, I'm missing another uh, Tanaka. You know, Tanaka is your fifth starter. I mean, you'd have an overabundance of starting pitching next year. Could you imagine? Look at that staff that I just that I just told you about. Yeah, and it all looks like Toronto just balked in a run. I think. Oh no, he's saying that the catcher uh, called timeout. All right. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, Tanaka's really a nothing. Uh, he's the Yankees have him as a number. Like two. I said, he's a fifth a starter, four, number five. Yeah, that, that's really what yeah. he is. CC will be gone, right? He, we know he's retiring. Yes. Uh, I'll just say, assume yes. he is. So uh, he's gone. Uh, Severino, German. I, I think I'd be shocked if Cole's not there. Garcia could push for a spot as well. You know, Debbie Garcia, mm-hmm. their top prospect there. Debbie Garcia. He's only tw- yeah. Yeah. But you, you can make an argument that maybe mm-hmm. eh, he needs half a season there. So maybe he's, a, maybe he's an injury call-up during the season. You know, I like Cole going there. German, I think it'll be fine. I think he's a number three with high end to number two possibility. Cole would be your ace. Severino would be your t- – I mean, it would be a nice staff. A really nice staff. Oh, my God. To throw Cole yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think so, it would so be – So we're not uh, that far. As well – no, this season was just an aberration because he mm-hmm. wasn't able to get the pitcher. It happens. You weren't, mm-hmm. They weren't able to get that mm-hmm. starting pitcher they really uh, needed. And I, I think I, once again, I, I always forget who I talked to, but I think they did the right thing, or Cashman did the right thing, in not trading for a starting pitcher because the prices were outlandish, and it wouldn't have mattered. Right. Any pitcher that was on the market, that, let's say that was on the market, you put him on the Yankees, it doesn't change anything. You're still not going to match up with Houston. You're not going to match up with Cleveland. You're not. Pitching-wise, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to outslug people and pray. What the Yankees really have to hope for is that Severino does come back, and he is a starter, and Paxton keeps pitching the way he has his last couple of starts. Then you got a fighter's chance. You know, you really do. But either way, 
you're going up against Verlander, Cole, Granky. Good luck. You know, even Cleveland, if they get things straightened yes. out. You know, they did beat up Bieber mm-hmm. the last time they saw him, so maybe Bieber has an issue with the Yankees. But that's Carrasco. He'll be back by then. Kluber will be back. Granted, Klubo sucked before he got the injury. He may be done, but still, mm-hmm. the bugaboo about Kluber has always been great regular season, but he tires in the postseason. That won't be the case this year. Yes. He hasn't pitched in a couple of months, so theoretically he should be better. Mm-hmm. We just don't know if he's if his age is caught up with him. You know, we'll see what happens right. there. And they got Clevenger. Yankees aren't going to match up with that either. Yeah, so they're they're gonna have a lot of problems. The Yankees are built for the regular season; they're not built for the playoffs. And uh, right. I don't like I said. I agree with you. Cashman's gonna take a lot of grief. He's gonna take a lot of grief for that. But then again, you better give him his credit for Ashella, Maben, Taupman, and the Yankees have had what twenty nine guys on the IL, twenty nine IL yeah. moves, and yet they still got the best record in baseball. You better give him his uh, his due for that. All right, the Yankees yeah. have bases loaded. Nobody uh, one out. By the way, did not score a run once again. Didn't get in that run from third with less than one out. They still need the Blue Jays. one nothing. bottom of the sixth. We'll be back. Wrap it up. Go over the two late games. Go over some baseball scores. Sean Angle, Joe Galina, George Kurtz. We're back after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, welcome back, Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Wagers. I'm a big Rocky fan. This is Joe Galina filling in for Cam Stewart. Happy to be working with my buddy George Kurtz. Happy that uh, Sean Engel is here. Just happy for Sean Engel. But uh, hey, uh, put your money. Where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports. And you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Way to go, Joseph. Mm -mm. You know what I find myself, Joe? I find myself wondering... What team name Brandon from Ontario wanted to tell us? And we'll never know. (laughs) Whatever happened to Brandon? He at least could have tweeted out. I think Sean cut him off. Maybe he'll call. (laughs) Is that what happened? I don't care about teams. Sean, did you 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 use the seven-second delay? Did he say something naughty? Is that the deal? Oh, no. I did nothing. He dropped all on his own. (laughs) I had nothing to do with that. (laughs) <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking that during the break, though. I, I wonder what that team name was now. Hmm. I'm kind of, kind of curious about it. All right. Uh, well, I guess not that curious. All right. Let's go uh, our last two games uh, that we haven't covered yet as far as the betting board is concerned. Our last uh, late day game, the 4 o'clock game. Uh, we have our Arizona Diamondbacks first, the LA Dodgers. Hin Jin Ryu, he has been activated, so he's back for the start. He might be the leader for the Cy Young Award right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I just realized, uh, you know, Joe Galina told us earlier what the numbers were, Tanaka against uh, Toronto. Well, he's got a shutout going through six, a one-hitter. Think about that. There you I mean, go. There is something yeah. about a pitcher against a certain team. He has their number. All right. Yep, yep. Uh, Dimebacks, Dodgers. Uh, Dimebacks, Mike Leak will start for them. Tim LaCasher, left field betting first. Cattell Marte, center field betting second. Eduardo Escobar, third base betting third. Christian Walker, first base betting fourth. Wilma Flores, second base betting fifth. Adam Jones, right field betting sixth. Nick Ahmed, shortstop betting seventh. Carson Kelly catches and bats eighth. Mike Leak will pitch and bat ninth. For your Dodgers, uh, probably the National League favorite to win the World Series, but I think the Mets got a shot. 
uh, Dodgers, Jock Peterson, right field, batting first. Max Muncy, second base, batting second. Justin Turner, third base, batting third. Cody Bellinger, first base, batting fourth. Corey Seager, shortstop, batting fifth. Will Smith, not the Fresh Prince, catches and bats sixth. Matt Beattie, left field, batting seventh. Christopher Negron, center field, batting eighth. And Hyunjin Ryu, pitches and bats ninth. Our little sl- spread on this game. Uh, Diamondbacks, plus 175. Dodgers, minus 225. Uh, Ryu, minus 130. Uh, Leak, plus 110. The over-under is eight and a half. Fancy Jesus, give us some love. Ah, that minus 225, a little pricey, no? It's a parlay. But, I mean, it's I, a parlay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if I had to, uh, you know, I, I'd go Dodgers. But you're right. You want to parlay it. Uh, eight and a half. You know, a lot of times, and I'm with you on this, it, it, we don't like to use, uh, you know, a pitcher. We might want to wait to use him when he first comes off the IL. But this wasn't a major injury. This is almost like a uh, it give him a little, you know, little vacation. So I, I'm with Ryu and I'm with the under on this. It's funny you should mention that because I think this might have been a little vacation as well. You know, I think this was to give him a little break here. You look at his history. He doesn't go, you know, they need it. And like I said, they have an 88-game lead. You know, they could have given him a longer vacation if they wanted to. I think it's a smart move. I went yeah, to Kershaw yeah. and said, oh, Kershaw, you got a shoulder injury. You need this two weeks off. I would do that if I'm mm-hmm. the Dodgers. I yeah. absolutely would. Yeah, I think it's, it's a smart, smart. play here. Yeah, I think if you're going to you take Ryu, you, you better take the uh, – and I agree with what you said also. I don't like pitches coming off uh, – the IL, I think this is a little different because I think it was a vacation more than an injury. It might have been like, oh, what, your elbow hurts? All right, go on with the IL. You know, it's one of those little mm-hmm. things, nothing major here. So I'm curious about it. I'm not going to do the overrun. I'm not going to touch that. The run line's minus 130. I can think about that as well. So I'm curious about this game, but it's a parlay. If I'm going to go the money line, give me the parlay there. Our last game of the night, of course, the night game. I mentioned not a game I'm thrilled about. I wish, uh, wish yeah. it was a better game. Uh, Phillies and Giants. Arietta versus uh, Menez. Uh, and our, we don't have the lineups. Obviously, it's a 7 o'clock game. I'll refresh just to see if they came up in the last 10, 15 minutes. But we're about four-plus hours early. I doubt it, and we don't. So no lineups are discussed there. But here are your – or here is your line. Uh, minus 115 for the mm-hmm. Phillies. Minus 105 for the Giants. Minus 170 on the run line for the uh, Giants. Phillies are plus one footer. Uh, over under is nine. So how are we feeling, Arietta versus Menez? Arietta probably not anywhere near full strike. I think he's been the IL himself, by the way. How are you feeling, Phillies mm-hmm. Giants? Uh, you know, you're a good point because you, you, I think you have to trust uh, maybe the Phillies uh, bullpen in this game, right? Uh, went four innings, two starts ago, five uh, his last start, uh, pitching a little bit better. Uh, I don't know about this one. I, I'm going to bow out. <laughs> bow wow, bow wow. All right, we're not liking here. All right, mm. I'm not. I'm not gonna do the over under the nine. I'm gonna leave that alone here. I'm a little surprised mm-hmm. that the uh, Giants are favored here. Menez versus Arietta. Little surprised here. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not gonna get. I'm not getting a great price on the Phillies at minus one fifteen either. And I'm not a big fan of Arietta. What I am getting a good price on is the Phillies by two, plus one forty. I kind of like that. That's almost almost one and a half to one, you know, to win by two. I might go that direction. Uh, it'll depend on how my day goes. Right now, I am plus for right. the week. Uh, not a major plus, but I am plus for the week, so I'm not dying to do it. But uh, if my day goes pretty well, I might put something on. If I'm close to even, I'll probably just call it a day. And uh, mm-hmm. just go home and be happy or stay home and be happy or get back from BJ's and buy more BJ's. I don't know. Uh, we'll there see how that go. goes. There you go. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to stay uh, – right now, I'm going to – might duck that game as well. We'll see. We'll see on that game. Let's discuss some sco- uh, scores here. Uh, I mentioned before the break, uh, Tanaka is pitching a jam. One hitter. Yankees top of the seventh. They lead the Blue Jays 1-0. The only run coming in on a Brett Gardner double. He doubled in uh, Gio Urshela. Urshela just had the bases loaded, one out, bounced into a double play. Uh, Yankees twice now have not driven in a run from third with less than two outs. This could come back to haunt them uh, right now. It's Tanaka. Uh, he's got a shutout going, and he's only thrown 72 pitches. So he's got a shot. Wow. He's got a shot at a shutout. Mm-hmm. Seven two pitches, one hit here. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, for the Blue Jays, Thornton went six innings, gave up one run, mentioned six strikeouts. Caviglio is in the game right now for the Jays. The Boston Red Sox, they have tied up the Los Angeles Angels. The Red Sox have tied up the Los Angeles. They went top of the fifth. 
with one out here. We mentioned earlier Otani has two RBIs for the Angels here. For the Red Sox, the big hit, Christian Vasquez just tied it up with his 18th home run of the season, and we are tied at three apiece. Cashner, by the way, one and two-thirds of an inning here, uh, Joe. Three runs, five mm. walks. Ouch. Wow. Not pitching well at all. Mm. Yeah, Sandoval still in the game for the Angels here. Uh, four strikeouts, three walks. You're not pitching a gem either, but uh, he's still in cash. And it's just, I mean, that's awful. Uh, really just awful here. Houston Astros, if you bet them straight up, you are definitely sweating this one out here. They're up 3-2 in the bottom of the fifth here. That was a four-and-a-half-to-one uh, favorite there. So you've, uh, listen, you're sweating it out there. You need this to get done. Correa with the big bomb for the Astros. Uh, uh, in the second inning, a three-run bomb, his 17th of the season. For the Baltimore Orioles, uh, scratched, across, scratched across a couple of runs. Mancini uh, singled in a run, and Peterson doubled in a run here. So 3-2, Houston leads the Baltimore Orioles in the bottom of the fifth here. Uh, we talked earlier, uh, no score change in the KC Detroit. Still 4-2 KC at the end of six here. In this game, we have a bunch of home runs for our Kansas City Royals. Uh, Joe mentioned today that he liked Whit Merrifield. Well, Whit Merrifield hit you a bomb. His 14th of the season. Dozier hit his 21st of the season. And Solar, his 34th of the season. Goodrum hit his 11th of the season for the Tigers. That accounts for all the scoring in this game. Junis, we mentioned cheap starter possibility today if you wanted to go to I think yeah. it was 7,000. Yeah, two raw runs. Six hits, six strikeouts, pitching a pretty damn good game there for you. Norris only lasted three innings, four runs, four hits. Uh, not much there going if you went Norris. Washington and Mets, no scoring change there either. We are still tied at three here. All the runs for the Nationals were unearned as it was an error by uh, they called it on Alonzo. DeGrom was partially to blame here as well here as he, he stopped before getting the first base. All runs scored on that play. The bases were loaded here. Mets tied it up on a McNeil uh, double uh, there and a Jeff Panic single as well here. 3-3 in the bottom of the fifth. Mets and Washington. Atlanta, they've come back. Thank you, Atlanta. I got money on this game. They lead Miami now 5-3 to three here in the top of the sixth for the uh, Atlanta Braves. Ronald Acuna. I think I've heard of him somewhere. Pretty good player, I believe. Mm. 33rd Acuna. Home run of the season. Oh, wow. God. <laughs> Potato potato. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Freeman drove in a run with a single there. Ender Enciante, who might be available on some waiver wires. His fifth home run mm. of the season, a three-run shot. Fulton Avich now has gone five Probably innings, is. seven strikeouts, three runs. Noesi has gone five and a third innings, five earned runs, seven strikeouts there. The big bat for the Cardinals, Ramirez, with a two-run double there for your Miami Marlins. Cincinnati, Louis Castillo there with Joseph, still shutting out the Cubs. Three-zip now in the top mm. of the sixth. Two the sixth there. Uh, Cubs do have two runners on here. But Castillo, once again, pitching a gem here. Gone five and two-thirds. Innings, one walk, four hits, eight strikeouts. Lester, okay, start five innings, nice. three runs, seven strikeouts here for your uh, for your Reds here. Vado doubled in a run there. Suarez hit his thirty. You mentioned Suarez here. Joseph did mm-hmm. during his DFS thing. Suarez yes, hit a solo shot himself. Uh, Nick Senzel has been on base. There you and, go. Uh, Good. And has, look at that. Who says you don't know what mm-hmm. you're doing? Uh, <laughs> Oakland A's and Chicago White Sox. They have just begun after a little rain delay. A little rain delay, nothing big here. Uh, A's, White Sox there. They're at the end of one. No score there. No score. Top of the third. Texas, Milwaukee as well here. Um, I need some runs to be scored there. That'd be nice. Cleveland in that big series. Cleveland leads Minnesota 2-1 top of the third. That's Berrios going against uh, another player you sort of liked uh, today. Cheap option, DFS, mm-hmm. Savali uh, for the uh, A's. I'm sorry, for the Indians. No way it's came into this. Allen, Greg Allen, his third home run of the year. Solo shot. Accounts for one of the runs. Yasiel Puig Greg Allen's back. Going to run with a single. He is back, right? Mm-hmm. It's been a bit of a while. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Greg. Uh, mm-hmm. Berrios. Uh, so far, once again, this is not another great start. Two and a thirds. Three, run, three earned runs. Four hits. A walk. Only one strikeout here. Maybe he's tiring. Long season here. Only thing I can think of. Arias drove in the only run here on a fielder's choice. And it's, I'm sorry. It's now 3-1 Cleveland. Things aren't going well at all. Mm-hmm. It looks like, do we have a home run here? I don't know. He might have a home run. Carlos Santana might have hit a home run. Either way, he drove in a run uh, for the uh, Cleveland third run here. 3-1, Cleveland leads Minnesota in the top of the third. It is early, but as Yogi Berra uh, said, sometimes it gets early late. Well, late early. One of those two. Uh, Yogi is a great guy. Uh, our last game, Pittsburgh-St. Louis tied at two. We, we liked Mikolos today. So far, not a great start for Mikolos mm-hmm. here. Uh, we thought he would probably do a little better than this. Josh Bell. We have a Josh Bell sighting. Two-run uh, wow. run here. Uh, yeah, in, in the top time. of the first, he went... 
Yeah, I think it's the first home run in quite a while. I forget the exact number of games. His 28th of the season for the Pirates. For the Cardinals, I mentioned Goldsmith during DFS. Liked him today. 26th home run of the season mm-hmm. for Goldsmith. Miklas, two innings, two runs, four hits, one strikeout. Brault, I don't think anybody's starting him, but if you did, uh, two innings. Two runs, a hit, a walk there. 2-2, Cardinals and Pirates at the end of two. We have games later on today on the docket. 3-40, Colorado-San Diego. 4-10, Arizona-LA. 4-10, Tampa Bay-Seattle. And 7 o'clock, Phillies and the San Francisco Giants. And that is your baseball slate. Yay! Who are Giants play this week, go. I think uh, coming up. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. They they played the Jets, but I don't know who they play coming up uh, off the top of my head. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we haven't spoken football at all. There's, There's nothing to gamble. The Giants are playing. There's nothing to gamble on today That's... in football. <laughs> not a damn thing. Would not a damn. Anybody thing. impress you this week? I mean, it's week one. You know, we discussed this earlier. Uh, you're talking. A series here, a series there. I mean, listen, uh, you're Daniel Jones impressed. He you know, he looked good. Yes. He looked good, which mm-hmm. is, was uh, good to By see. By the way, the Giants you know, play the Bears. The Bears. Uh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, yeah. I have not I have no idea who the Cowboys play, by the way. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't begin to tell you. <laughs> uh, I mean, none. I know they'll play Houston mm-hmm. eventually. They always do. I think they might play Arizona as well, but I don't know if it's this week, next yeah. week, whatever it might be. I have no clue. Yeah, so maybe the, the Cowboys, they sometimes they play the rate. I don't, don't know, don't care. Yeah, I'll find out during the week mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll record the game if it's not on national TV and I'll worry about it then. But uh, I don't worry about the Cowboys during preseason. I am worried about Ezekiel Elliott and when he might get his butt in camp mm. if Jerry Jones uh, gets around to it. I'd like to see that. Uh, so I'll ask What'd you. What you think, Kyler Murray, of what you saw? I mean, once again, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson didn't run at all in his starts. They're going to protect these quarterbacks. Mm. It's vanilla. Uh, it's all vanilla, so I, I don't. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't think we'll see the true Kyler Murray, Murray uh, for until the games count. That sort of thing here. So uh, yay, that's pretty much what it is. Good, okay. good for him. You were going to uh, ask me so something. Yeah. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked uh, Davis Maddock earlier. Uh, if you have and you might have drafts coming up this week, so this actually might be something you have to answer. Ezekiel mm-hmm. Elliott, you're drafting him this week. Uh, if I have a better option, no, I I won't. And everybody, you know, a lot of people made fun of of Yang for taking Bell ahead of uh, of uh, Elliot. It really you know, wasn't I mean, Bell ahead I'm, of Elliot. They were making fun of it was Bell ahead of David Johnson. Johnson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because uh, I've warmed up to Bell a little bit. Have you? I listen. I have no problem. I have Bell at six. So I, I'm not going to make fun mm-hmm. of Yank for taking Bell at four. I think that's kind of silly there. Right, but I think right. a lot of people thought John Johnson would be a better pick. Uh, and granted, like mm-hmm. I said, if he if he would have taken Elliott at four, I would have taken Johnson at five. That was my plan there. Right, right. So I, he took some. Are you avoiding him, by the way? Elliott? Who? No, I took him fifth. Sure? That was uh, me. Are you avoiding? Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, because you're a very conservative yeah, so no, drafter. So uh, yeah. I, I'd be shocked if Jerry Jones lets us get much further. Yeah, it's August 11th. Season Tell you starts the truth, I think he'll be there for week one. 9th? So do I. I said I would be floored. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely floored if he mm-hmm. doesn't start there. Antonio Brown, however, uh, him I'm much more worried mm, oh about. Uh, I, I might, av- I might yeah. avoid him. And I took him I took him in the Scotty Fishbowl as my uh, number one wide receiver in the third round. So uh, I think I'm going to have some issues there. <laughs> you want Sammy Watkins? I'll trade you. No, uh, no, no the, trades. No trades. I, I would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, Baltimore Orioles just took the lead on the Houston Astros, 4-3. Wow. Uh, looks like a yeah, hit down the line. Oh, oh, sack fly. That they take the lead here of the Astros. That, that'll hurt. That'll hurt. Listen. Break up the weekend Orioles. Weekend wages here. <laughs> I want to thank, once again, Joe Galina for covering for Cam and I over the weekend. Thank you, Joseph. Sean Anker behind the glass. Great job you as got always, Anytime, guys. anytime. Joe, I'll be back with you next Sunday on Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Gleaner and Cam are back on Weekend Wages next Saturday. Be good, everybody. 